0: Block Talk Radio I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm gonna come to I'm gonna quick one second.
1: All right, all right. Gather round, gather round.
0: Amen, amen
1: Welcome in, amen, welcome in, it's a blessing to be here, amen, thank the Most High God for the platform and the opportunity, we thank Him for the Elder Bazaar, the Watchman on the Wall for coming in, we'd like to thank Chaos Talk Radio team and Derek Oliver for this,
0: opportunity. this
1: platform has been provided to us, amen, today we're going to jump right in, we're only going to be on for an hour today, amen, so me and my brother will take a little time each to uh, to kind of come back in to reintroduce, Amen. The um, the uh, study of eschatology, Amen. The theme of end times is what we're teaching, and we see a lot of interesting things happening in the world. Amen. Yes. we see, we see yes, the man. Bible's actually manifesting itself. Uh, come amen, on, We brother. see that what we've been teaching, Amen. We see what we've been teaching for the past. 10 plus, amen, years. I know the elders been teaching for more than 30 years, amen, longer than that, amen, a lot longer than that, 50, 50 plus years, amen, on eschatology, end time teaching. Mm. Amen, we see that what we have been teaching is very relevant to the times that we're living in. We see things manifesting itself, amen, it's just proves the point yes, that Lord. we are definitely. In the end times, Amen. We don't know what's going to happen next, Amen. We we don't. uh, We 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 have a feeling, Amen, according to the scripture, what's going to happen next. But I tell you, Amen. It seems like each month, Amen, it's it's a shock. It's a surprise, Amen. At least to me, it is, Amen. I know to maybe the elder may not be as much a surprise, Amen. But look at, Amen. But look at the things that's happening. In this world, amen, we are calling, amen, all saints, amen, to continue to be praying and to continue to be believing, amen. We know that's a tragic thing that's going on, by the way, amen, over in Israel. But we are praying for all the saints across the world. We are calling all the saints to pray for the lost, amen. We know that we believe that the Son of God is soon to return to get the church and for for most we just want you to be prepared. Amen. We come want on. for come uh, on then for you to receive salvation. Amen. we want you to have the victory. Amen. We have the victory. So amen. We are praying to, uh I'm gonna have the brother go and say a quick prayer. I discussion right. today is going to be eternal life. Amen. Eternal, eternal life. Are you prepared? Amen. amen. For eternal life that's been on my heart, my spirit. Uh, this past month, this past uh, uh few weeks and these past few days has been strong. I said, you know what? Uh I said I'm gonna talk about eternal life today. So go ahead, Doctor. Go ahead and say a prayer while we'll go ahead and yeah. right it. We got one okay. go ahead.
0: Father, we thank you uh this afternoon for this opportunity that we have to preach your word, to lift up your name, to give you the glory because we know that you are God, and besides these, there's no one else. And Lord, what we say this afternoon, this evening, in the name of Jesus, we know it's coming from you. We have the power through the Holy Ghost, and we realize that Christ is coming back. We realize that there is eternal life. We realize that the world is, is, is shaping up for the end times. It's already here. It's been in the makings. We want to be inspiration to those that listen, and those that don't know, we want to inform you. Get ready, get ready, get ready. And we just thank you for your love and your mercy. Amen. As the brother go into the message, Lord, uh, uh, use him, uh, knowing him, uh, lift him up, Lord. Let him speak your word and only your word. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you Amen, for
1: that prayer. Good Amen. Thank Good. you for that prayer. Amen, amen. What I want to talk about today is uh, God's promise that he made mankind. He promised mankind. And when did he make this promise? He made the promise to me he made over in the garden. Amen. He told Adam and Eve. Amen. Yeah. And that's what I like about God. God is a, He's such a forgiving God. He's not like us. He don't hold grudges. You know, he could have been mad. I mean, I'm sure he was upset at, at Adam and Eve for their disobedience because their disobedience threw all of mankind yeah. into a situation to where, amen, to where death entered into the world, not just uh, physical death, but spiritual death. And we, on, we, we don't understand the effects of that decision. And, and we have to sometimes think of our own lives. We have to be careful about the decisions that we make because sometimes the decisions that we make can throw the whole family into a cataclysmic situation.
0: Come on, Amen. come on.
1: And so thinking about that, God was so forgiving of Adam and Eve after they made the mistake. Remember they didn't even have children at the time. And this mistake was made. Amen? And Amen. God still forgave them and told Lucifer to his face. <laughs> And I'm sure his jaw hit the ground when he found out that all was not lost because God said, I'm going to redeem man. Ooh, I'm going to give man on. a chance. Come Amen. on. To receive eternal life, to still have a relationship with me. How awesome is that? How awesome of a God do we serve that allows us to steal?
0: Ah, come, to on. come on. Come on. After we sin, he still
1: allows yeah. us the opportunity to be with him. Man, there's no greater peace or joy or love than that. No greater love yes. than that. For him to redeem man and say, you know what? You made a mistake, but I'm going to allow you to make it right. And then, watch this. <laughs> and then. The ticket to get in was so easy. Man, you got to love God. It was a terrible thing that was done, but his forgiveness was so simple.
0: He said, Ooh. all you got
1: to do is turn back Yes. Hands. Man, I, I, I just don't know what to tell you about this thing called salvation.
0: What salvation.
1: This, amen. What prompted this subject today in this message was um, – I've been seeing stuff on social media for the past week about people talking about there is no God, they don't believe in God. Oh, I've been telling folks about this religious stuff. And, 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 and you know, um, there was a video that I saw about uh, this person. They were a Muslim. They was of a Muslim belief. Now, there's one thing that I will acknowledge about the Muslims. They're very organized. I'll give them that. They're very religious and organized. They follow a lifestyle. Um, that seems godly. They really do. And if And I have to say this. If believers and Christians would follow that same pattern, how many more people would we bring into the, the ministry, into the kingdom of God? We would bring in so many people and we were more organized. Amen. Let's just tell the truth. Amen. We live more. If, if, if what we believe in the word of God, we follow that, With believing in faith, we would bring in more people. I have to admit that. Amen, we would. Um, Even though we are still the the most followed uh, religion, the number one religion in the world, over Islam or Muslim or whatever you want to call it, we are still number one. That's because once you become saved, I'm talking about really truthfully saved and you receive salvation, there is no going back. You cannot lose your salvation. I can't turn back if I wanted to. No matter what the devil came and Come on now. He came with my soul. My soul belongs to God. I couldn't serve him no way. Why? Because I am sealed with the love of God. Yes. When I confessed with my mouth and believed with my heart over 23 years ago, that was it. I couldn't turn back if I wanted to. If I tried, I can't. Because the spirit of God lives within my soul. He sealed me, Amen. come on with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Ghost. He lives within me, Amen. Yes. And so, what we have is such a beautiful thing. Again, we want to be talking about eternal life. Uh, before I give the brother an opportunity to say go some ahead, words, brother.
0: you go ahead. Go I work with it.
1: Cover, Amen. Uh, the Book of Saint John, the third chapter. I want to cover two strong verses, verses fifteen and sixteen. The reason why I want to cover these two verses because my two mentors in the ministry, when I first got saved, the two preachers that spoke into my life, amen, into my ministry, the one, the first pastor, um, well, one of the first pastors that mentored me, Pastor Masters, he told me, you know, you call. <laughs> That made me cringe when he said it. I couldn't believe he said it. Like, man, was this man talking about I'm called. Now, the first pastor I was under when I got saved, he never, he never said anything like that. But I knew it when I got saved. I knew it. I knew that I was called. But my gosh, I did not want to accept that. I was terrified of public speaking, had been terrified of it since school when we used to have to do projects in classroom and stand up before class and, and do a project. I hated that with a passion. I was terrified, mortified to stand up before anybody. I don't come two or three people and say anything. But amen. But God has given me uh, uh, his spirit, and he has not given me the spirit of fear. And I've overcome no. that over the years. Amen.
0: Yes. But I want to
1: share these few verses. One of the two pastors, I can't remember which of each one, but each one of those two pastors that mentored me, Uh, The other pastor's name was Pastor Elder, and they was of the DFW Metro, amen. I remember that each pastor had a favorite verse. Pastor Master said uh, the verse was his favorite verse. Pastor Elder said that the other verse was uh, his favorite verse, meaning that they both believed that these two verses, each, was the greatest verse in the Bible. Uh, I I can't remember which one belonged to each pastor, but... St. John 3 and 15, one pastor said that was the greatest verse. St. John 3 and 16, the other pastor said that was the greatest verse. Amen. I take both of those verses, amen, as the greatest Amen. Verse in the Bible. It reads, St. John, 3rd chapter, verses 15 and 16, read, Come on. that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Yeah. For Yahweh so loved the world that he gave Ooh. his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but Ooh. have everlasting life. Come my on, God, man. you don't know how. I remember many, many years ago before I became a pastor, tears just came to my eyes reading those two verses because you want to know why? Come on. There is no greater love. In no greater love. Than God,
0: come what on! Love, what
1: manner of love do you give up your only child? My God, if he had ten or fifteen of them, it probably wouldn't be so bad. But he gave his only begotten Son. Can you imagine getting your only child born to the world to those that hate you, to those that despise you, can't stand you, that will hang you from a tree, would nail you to a cross? My God, yeah.
0: Yeah, My Lord, what
1: greater love than that?
0: Amen. Yes. We
1: love the world so much.
0: So and much. I,
1: tell you, I love y'all, but I can't give y'all any one of my children. I love all my kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, I, I love them more than I love you. Amen. I love yeah. you. Amen. But I'm just being real. And that's just how we are. Let's just be real. We are human. Amen. We are not perfect. We don't have that perfect love like God.
0: He's you going really to share don't. that
1: perfect love, amen, with us when we become like him.
0: Yeah. Paul yeah.
1: says over, over in, uh, I think, either 1st or 2nd John, he says that if, or third, 1st, 2nd or 3rd John, one of them says that we shall be like him when we see him, meaning that we will have that love. We will have that perfected love. We don't have that perfected love now because why? Amen. We still fall. We still Hear say it. some things we shouldn't say. We still do some things that we shouldn't do. Now, it's Come on. through the Holy Spirit, but it has Come not on. yet manifested itself fully until Christ returns to get his church. Amen. I want to say this about the millennial reign. Amen. Which I believe we will, we will soon be walking in it after the seven-year great tribulation. I'm still hearing on, people on social media talking about you got to prepare. For the tribulation of things that's, that's come to apocalypse you got to prepare and I've said it once and I'll say it again God. I have not read anywhere in the Bible where God has prepared us Genesis to go through the tribulation
0: amen yeah.
1: I have I just have not seen that amen nowhere where God has prepared us to go through
0: on your I
1: have not read it. I've been studying the Bible. I've been scouring the Word, and I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't know how you would prepare for uh, for a grocery bill that's five hundred to a thousand dollars, and you making a regular paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you will be able to make and feed your family. That means that, that there's going to be some dishonesty somewhere. Explain to me how God would prepare you to be dishonest. I yes, God, said I, God said I would not put no more on you than you could bear.
0: Yes. To means that
1: would be a contradiction of Scripture. If thieves are constantly trying to break in and steal what you got, that means that you would have to get a gun, amen, and possibly prepare to take life almost on a daily basis. Amen. I don't, just, I don't understand and see where God is preparing us for certain things. Now, you got to understand, this is going to be a consistent, constant thing, 24-7, 365. That means 24 yes. hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days for seven years. Amen? Yes, sir. That is not for the church to go through. Amen? To me, that's not what God is saying. You're saying what God is saying for for the people who get saved? Yeah, because they rejected him in the beginning. But we know that over in Revelation 3 and 10, I will protect you from that which is coming.
0: Amen. That's the
1: temptations that is coming. So God is not tempting us to go through that. Amen. Come on. God has prepared us. He's preparing us for eternal life. That's what we're preparing for. That is what we're believing for. My gosh, what greater gift could man receive than everlasting life? Yes. You talk about a gift, a blessed gift that God's gonna give us the church, not only just the church, but the tribulation saints. Come on. The millennial Come saints. On. Amen. The, Come on. Amen. The old testament saints. Yes. Oh my gosh. Since the beginning of time, since Adam and Eve, God has redeemed man with his spiritual love. Yeah. And man, I was just telling somebody just the other day. I can't wait to walk the streets of gold.
0: Come on, preacher. Come we're on. We're more
1: closer to our salvation more than ever,
0: more than yeah. we were
1: born. And I feel sorry for those who walk the earth who just don't believe in God. Come uh, on. I mean, Amen. I understand that, that 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 you feel that you have a greater calling to to maybe your community, maybe your job uh maybe your race uh, uh maybe your business, maybe money uh maybe your organization uh that yeah. you are uh, that you affiliate your brotherhood sisterhood, I get it amen, I know that we all believe in something, but there is no greater faith, no greater belief or or relationship than that of a relationship with the most high God yahweh come on. our creator, he created you. To be with him for all eternity. Do you know Come that on, when preacher. God created Adam, He created Adam with an intent for Adam to live all eternity and to have a relationship with God. There is none, none better than that. Nothing yeah. more better than the relationship with your Creator. My God, do you know how Come easy on. Adam had? Come it? on. Let me give Come you on. an example. He told Adam in the garden, let me see how simple God is. The only thing he required of Adam was to not eat of the tree of life nor the tree of knowledge. Now, watch this. We don't know exactly how many trees were in the garden. He said, now, all the other trees. Now, it didn't specify the reason I have not been able to find. Maybe you can ask the elder when he take over. Maybe he knows. I don't recall.
0: Hey man, I don't
1: recall in the Bible they gave a specific number as to how many other trees, but we knew that it was more than the two trees that God required and requested that Adam don't touch. He said, don't even touch these two trees. You can look at them. You can wonder about them. You can even think about them. But don't. Yeah. Them. How much? Else? It's kind of like telling your kids, you can look at the cookie jar.
0: <clears throat> yes.
1: You can wonder about what type of cookies are in it. Hey, Amen. But don't Amen. Right. Hey, don't eat of the cookies in the cookie jar. But all these other cookies. Come on. Hey man, come on now. All the other cookies you could have. You have the chocolate cookie, you have the macadamia nut cookie, <laughs> you have the Oreo cookie, the lemon cookie, the cherry cookie. You can have all the other cookies, but these cookies that are in these jars,
0: don't Yeah.
1: Come. Yeah. Amen. Some may say curiosity always kills the cat. It may, but amen. But to know that there are only two types of cookies that I'm excluded from, but I got a hundred different type of brand of cookies. I think that I would be okay with that, amen. Amen. See, Lucifer contempt Adam. Amen. Adam was too godlike. He couldn't get, but see, Eve was more like man than she was like God because God had made Eve in the, in the what? In the image of Adam. But Adam was made yeah, in the yeah. image of God. Yeah. Meaning that he had a high calling. Come on. Today we have a high calling as men and women of God. God has required more of us to walk like him, be like
0: yeah. Yeah, we, we
1: are his representatives on earth. This is why he said yes. the only begotten Son. We are yes. God's representatives on this planet. Yes, Lord, I want you to know that God has something so great for you. Whatever you are searching for on this earth, God said, "I got it for you." For all come eternity.
0: on, come on. If
1: you want a better body, if you want to be more sexy, you'll have it for all eternity if you serve me. God said if you want a more healthier life, you want to be healthy, I give you better health (laughs) for all eternity. You won't have to worry about diabetes. You won't have to worry about uh, uh, stress. Uh, You won't have to worry about eating unhealthy. You won't have to worry about heart disease or or any of that stuff. I give you the best health you can even imagine. And I'll give you all eternity. Yes, Lord. God said, if you want the best dental plan, you won't have to ever worry about brushing your teeth
0: again. No more.
1: No more. You don't have to worry about getting up. You don't have to worry about bad breath no more. Come on. God said you won't have to worry about that for all eternity. You don't have to worry about darkness and sickness.
0: Come on, all You don't have to
1: worry about thieves, breaking in, stealing what you have, what you're going to have for all eternity. God gonna give you more than what you ever had, what you could ever imagine or dream yeah. of. Don't you know that when Satan created this world, and when I say created, I don't mean he created the earth because he ain't got that type of power. What I'm saying is when he set up his kingdoms on the earth, don't you know that the thing that he set up is patterned after heaven? Don't you Come know on, he has to pattern after something. Where do you think he get it from? Everything that he got yes. from before, you think he got it from? He got it from it. Say that brilliant to think of something from nothing. Only God can do bring produce something from nothing. So Lucifer and the fallen angels ain't that brilliant. You see, they ain't that brilliant. that They turned on God. What that tell you about it? You ain't too come smart on, if you try against your creator. Stupid. <laughs> doctor, I'm glad you said it. Not me. The doctor said that they were stupid, and I have to agree because I see it almost every day. What were they thinking to turn on God? I said, you got to be the most <laughs> idiotic being in existence to turn on your creed hey, That's like turning against your parents. you got to be stupid and dumb to against your parents. As long as my parents walked this earth, I always honored them. It Amen. It what I thought about them. It don't matter because I had a high education. Then my dad, it don't matter if I thought I was stronger than him, I was not going to go against my dad. That was my father. And I owe my very existence to him because if it hadn't been for my dad and my mom coming together to conceive me, I wouldn't even have existed. Now, we know that God is the ultimate creator, but what did he tell Adam and Eve to do? Go for it. Come on, doctor, talk to me. He said multiply. That was our job because he right. knew that he had a plan to redeem man for all eternity. He yes. said, you know what, I wasn't going to get them all back. But John Come said, on. I saw a number that couldn't no man. In other words, what John was saying is that if you tried to count all those that was going to be redeemed, you lose lose counsel. <laughs> Come on. If you got to a million, uh, 500, you, you would lose count somewhere. If you got to a billion, you would go, in other words, your mind couldn't count up all the angels that God was going to redeem Come on, to preacher. eternal
0: life. Yeah, John
1: said, I saw a number. Not that, not, he said, only no, I can't number. He said for all eternity throughout time. You could pick the smartest brainiac, the smartest mathematician, and if he had to count each person redeemed back to God one by one, he would lose count somewhere. It don't matter if he got the $5 billion. It don't matter if he got the $200 million, $375 million. Somewhere he was going to what? Lose count.
0: All right. John
1: said that I saw a number that couldn't no man number come on we serve such an awesome god i'm going to give to the brother give five more minutes all right bro work
0: with it amen
1: amen but i want to talk about eternal life today it's such a beautiful thing such a beautiful imagination because all we can do is imagine because paul said can't no man fathom what god has for us come on now can't no man think what God has for us and you got people out here talking about oh, that's 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 childishness to think that I heard somebody the other day say something online talking about when you die this is it. I said, My God <laughs> So you really believe Ooh. as great as our creator is knowing that we what we are. We came my. from somewhere and that some word and that something was so powerful and so great. You think that God would be, his brilliance doesn't, doesn't forego this simple life?
0: <laughs> you mean Come to on. tell me
1: you, you were just born to just die? All our brilliance. That's why I cried. Why do you think Christ said what he said? He said, only what you do for God for Christ. will last. Only what you do yeah. for Christ, right? Yeah. Only what you do for him shall last. And you mean to tell me, with your brilliant self, you think that when you take your last breath, that's it? Don't that sound like Lucifer talking?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Lucifer
1: got people so confused. Lucifer got people just so messed up. Yeah. So messed up that you actually believe that once you take your last breath, This is it. My gosh. Come on, preacher. I can see why so many are going into damnation. So many will go into Lord have
0: mercy. Lord have mercy.
1: And it's a sad thing that we have to preach and say that. But it's true because so many people will follow that nonsense. And and you know what somebody else said online? This was a a believing preacher speaking. He he was saying, it seemed like the more stupid you sound, the more people follow you. I said, he is so right. I said, he hit the nail right on the head. The more stupid you sound, the more followers you get in this world. That's how you know that that we're going in the right direction. Because the Bible says many that are lost will, will follow that, will go in that direction.
0: Yes, sir. Meaning that there will be yes, more sir.
1: lost than there is you know, say The people who, who are lost, our numbers probably more than 10 to 1. We're probably, mm. so we're probably mm. less than 1%. Mm. We're less than 10%, is what I'm saying, out of Come 100. On. We're Come less on. Than, so if you line up 100 people, we have to say, I hate to say it, but but we're less than that. So let's, let's say 1,000 people. So out of a thousand people, we're probably less than a hundred that's gonna follow God. And you know come on terrible. now, less,
0: Lord have mercy. Less
1: than a hundred out of a thousand people. So you would have a let's say we had a thousand people was would say well how many are going to hell to the lake of fire? How many are going to heaven? That number is less than probably a hundred that's going to heaven. You know that's bad. Oh, you know that's bad. It
0: but it's bad. truthful. It's true. That's truthful.
1: And let's say out of that 100, that there 10 church, we already know. We already gave you the number, only two out of the seven churches. That means in less than 30%. That means that less than 30 out of that 100 is going to heaven.
0: Lord, have mercy.
1: We love you today. Today, you just want to come on. We'll be back on tomorrow. I believe the brother said he's going to do an hour on this show. I'll be on for a brief moment with him tomorrow. But I want to talk to you about eternal life. Man, it's so beautiful. Come to this side. God has so much for you. He loves you so much, and I do too. Go ahead, Dr. over. All right, brother, you're coming coming right on
0: the angle. You're coming right on the same highway. I'm on. I'm coming on eternal life. Eternal life, meaning live forever. Now, listen, live forever with God.
1: Amen. With
0: God. Amen. With God. In other words, Eternity with God means that you, God has given us an opportunity to live forever with Him, and oh, only man. with Him. And we Come find on. out. You took down to Genesis. Uh, you took uh, John three sixteen, six, uh, John three for fifteen and sixteen, and I went back up there at Genesis three and fifteen, and this is what I read. One of the greatest verses in the Bible, as you already said, amen. One of the greatest verses in the Bible is found in Genesis 3, 14, and
1: 15.
0: Amen. This is what it says in Genesis 3, 14. And the Lord God, and the Lord God, Oh, boy. Let me see what I got for you. Amen. Amen. It says this. It says this. After Adam and Eve was in the garden, they was in there for a period of time. They were innocent. They were innocent. They had everything under control. There was no... There was no war. There was no killing. There was none. There was two two people in the garden. That was Adam and Eve. Adam was the first one to made, and he took one of Adam's rib and made woman. And they looked at each other, and Adam looked at Eve and said, "Bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. You shall Amen. be called woman because you were taken out of man." And God put them in the garden as innocent. They were. Not perfect, but they were innocent. They didn't know the difference between good and evil. But what Amen. happened? This is what happened. I, I want you to get an understanding that those that are listening, there is a rebellion going on, a rebellion mm-hmm. that started six thousand years ago before the world was made, and the rebellion is, is that there was an angel that God created, and He created this angel. Perfect He created his anger holy, he created this angel in a way that he had a choice. He had a choice and he was beautiful, he was gorgeous he was oh, he was immaculate and God made man. when God made man, he made man because there was a fall, and the fall was Lucifer <laughs> Lucifer. The fallen angel, Lucifer, the anointed cherubim, fell from heaven because of rebellion against God. He wanted, now listen, he wanted to take the place of God Almighty, the one that created him, the one that spoke him into existence, and by his beauty, Lucifer fell. When he fell, God couldn't cast him nowhere else but to the earth. And when he cast him to the earth, Adam and Eve was in the garden. When they was in the garden, Jesus Christ was a witness when he fell from heaven. He said, behold, hey, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Amen. So he was, was a powerful angel. And when he sailed, he took one-third of the angelic host and brought them to earth. And since Ooh. since that time, Satan has been on this earth for approximately about 6,000 years. And what he did, he went in the Garden of Eden. And really, he ain't got no business in there. He ain't got <laughs> no business in there because he was up to no good. But God could not hold him back from going in the garden because he had given him privilege to do his evil. And so his evil was... Since God had made man in his own image and after his likeness, Satan got so jealous and so envious at God, he said, I'm gonna I tell you what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna eliminate the human race. I'm gonna damn the human race. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure the human race turned against God. I'm gonna make sure of that. So what he did, he went in the garden. When he went in the garden, he deceived Eve, when he deceived Eve, Eve got to Adam. When Eve got to Adam, Adam was not deceived because he was the head of creation. He was the God. He was God, a unique one. And Adam deliberately ate the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. And guess what? Adam and Eve was cut off from God. Now, I don't know if you understand what cut off means. Cut off means that eternal life that they had was cut off. They was disassembled from God's relationship. They had no relationship with God because they sinned. When they sinned, sin cut them off. Sin said that now you're on your own. You can do what you want to do. You can do good or you can be evil. And Satan and all his demons shouted with joy. They said, yes, we got him, we got him, we got him, we got him. We are going to damn the whole human race. Now, this is what the Lord God told Satan. In the Garden of Eden. Now, this is this is the scripture that covers the whole Bible. This is the scripture that's unique one. This is the scripture. If you take it from the Word of God, and you got you got to take John three sixteen out the Bible, and if you take John three sixteen out the Bible, and take Genesis uh, uh, three fourteen to fifteen out the Bible, guess what? The whole creation will die and go to hell. Oh, y'all didn't listen to me. Y'all didn't y'all didn't hear me on that one. Listen what. Listen what God tells Amen.
1: me. Amen.
0: This is what God told the old serpent, the old Beelzebub. He said, the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, curse you. And I don't mean cursing like, you know, everyday cursing. I'm talking about God mm-hmm. said, I'm going to curse you. More than all the cattle and more than every beast of the field and on your belly. On your belly you shall go, and Mm. dust you shall eat all the days of your life. Now, a lot of people say, you mean to tell me, God, is Satan going to eat dust all his life? Yes. Where's the dust coming from? The human race. What you made out of? You made out of dust. And guess what Satan is eating today? He's eating up the flesh, eating up the flesh of men, eating up the flesh of young folks, eating up the flesh of everything that God made his image of after man. You shall eat the dust all the days of your life. And this, he said, I will put eminent, uh, eminent between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed and he shall bruise your heel, but you shall bruise his head. What is... God's telling Adam and Eve, he said, look, although you have failed me, although you can't disappoint me because I knew you was going to do it in the first place, but all that you've done, you cut yourself off from me. But you know what God said? He said, for God so loved the world that what? He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall perish, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You know what that's saying? That means that God is going to send a redeemer. He's going to send an emancipator. He's going to send a a, 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 a God-man down here Ooh, And there's only one God-man There's only one God There's only one Father There's only one Son There's only one Holy Ghost All three are one And God is telling Satan right now He said, I got something for you I got something for you, brother I got something for you, old Lucifer You old above. I'm going to redeem man with my son Who is the Son of God? Jesus Christ He's a son of God. And he has eternal life. And that eternal life was shared out on Calvary's cross. There you go. Oh man. You see, Adam and Eve didn't have to go to church. They didn't have to say uh, 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 pay their tithes. They didn't have to do nothing. Only thing that Adam and Eve had to do is to repent in the presence of God right there in the Garden of Eden because God has told them already I'm going to send a Redeemer. It's going to take me 4,000 years for him to come down here. But you know something to make a long story short? He came. He came. 4,000 years took him to come, Mm -hmm. come. And what did he do? What did Jesus Christ do when he came down here? He didn't play. He didn't play polo. He didn't go to no football games. He didn't do nothing but go around. He go around healing the sick, raising the dead, cast out devils, healing broken hearts, reuniting families. He talked to people. He walked with people. He called twelve disciples and told them, "I must go to." Calvary's cross and suffer many pains in Jerusalem. And the disciples said, "What you going to Jerusalem for?" He said, "I've got to go to Calvary's cross." In other words, Jesus said, "I got to die." Listen what Jesus did. He said, "I got to die." What? What you dying for, Christ? What you dying for, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ? Why did He die? He died for your sin. And your, your greatest sin is unbelief. And Amen. Say, Do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died on Calvary's cross and that he gave up his soul. He gave up His and said it is finished. He went down in the grave and stayed there for three days and three nights. He got up on the Thursday morning with all power in heaven and earth in his hand. And guess what he said? He said, now I can save you. I can save you from death. Hey. Right. I can save you from the clutches of the devil. I can save you from drugs. I can save you from homosexuality. I can save you from whoremongering. I can save you until the world will know that you've been saved, that you know that you have met the Redeemer. Why? Because when you meet the Redeemer, you meet God Almighty in the Spirit through Jesus Christ by his shed blood. Because Jesus Christ said no man can get to the Father no man can come to the father but by me but i want to let you know the reason why you're hearing so much war in the middle east you know what the devil's doing he's trying to eliminate the jewish people don't you know he tried to he he tried to mess up the sea of Abraham. He tried to mess up the seed of Noah. He tried to mess up the seed all down through the hours of time because he didn't want Jesus Christ to come down here because he knows that as Christ come down here. Something is going to happen. And you know what happened? Christ died. And when Christ died, he died for every sin that I ever committed. He died for your sins, my friends. Those that are listening to me. A lot of people say, "Well, if I go to church, can I go to heaven?" No, you can't go to church through You can't go to heaven through the church. You got to go to heaven through the cross. Ooh, you got to come to Calvary's cross. You got to bow down on your knees and confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead on the day of His resurrection, and now He's in heaven. And He says, "When I go away, I'm gonna come back." And don't you know we are living absolutely in the last days. We've been talking about this for 30 years. I've been talking about it for 58 years. I've talked about this in 1965, that there's a time coming when Israel will be, what, attacked many times, and the devil is trying to get rid of the Jewish people because the Jewish people did what? What did the Jews do? They brought, listen yeah. to what I'm saying, they brought the Savior into the world. It was through the Jewish nation that Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem of Judea by Mary and Joseph because Joseph wasn't the the father. It was God the father that impregnated Mary. It was God himself that impregnated Mary through the Holy Ghost, and she was found with child. And this child was called the son of the living God who God himself in the flesh. Jesus Christ was manifested in the flesh, seen of angels, justified by the Spirit, and received up oh, into glory. Man. Don't you know it was Jesus Christ that what? Suffered for my sins? And a lot of people say, it's hard to get saved. No, it ain't. It's like ABC. No, the, it, 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 it's like ABC. The only thing, you see, the only thing you, and since Adam failed, guess what? Sin fell upon every human being that was ever born. Every baby that was born, was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And he said, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, they was cast out of the garden. And now every man, every woman, every girl, every baby that's ever born was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And now Jesus Christ came and he died. Guess what? By them, by Christ dying and coming up from the grave, now you can be born again by what? Repenting of your sin and accepting Jesus Christ for free. You don't have to pay a dime. You don't, in, in the book, you don't, you, oh my God, the works of God, the works of God. You see, a lot of people are working in the church. They're working in the church. They're doing things in the church, but they haven't been born again. See, you right. can go to hell through the church. You can go to hell through your own religions. You can go to hell with your own thinking. But the only way you can go to heaven, the only way you can go to heaven is you got to come to Jesus Christ. Why? Because he is the one. He is the one that paid the penalty for sin. He is the one that paid your penalty for sin. He died. Wait, he died for me. He died for me. And then if he died for you and you want eternal life, the only way you can come to him, you've got to accept him. Accept what? Accept his shed blood and his whipping that he took on the cross. He hung on it for six long hours. They, they 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 almost buried him before he was hung on the cross. They stomped him in the ground They whipped him with uh, 39 lashes With a, a thing called Scorpio They put crowns of thorn on his head They emulsified him They embarrassed him They ridiculed Amen. him They spat on him And what did he say? He said, look, you ain't taking my life I got power to lay down my life And he laid it down for you now think about that. Jesus Christ laid down his life for you. And then he said, I got power to lay it down and I got power to pick it up again. And what I am saying this afternoon to my brothers and sisters out there, those that's listening to this program, because we're going to try to continue on uh, to, till next year, to the end of next year, to preach this gospel. And we're going to let you know. Uh, in many ways what's going on in the Middle East. We're going to break it down for you so you can understand why this war is going on today. It's all because of John 3.16 and Genesis what? Genesis 3.14 and 15. Why? Because the devil don't want you to go to heaven. He is trying to hinder you from going to heaven. And he'll give you all kinds of different kinds of religions. They think you can get to heaven on. But let me tell you what Jesus Christ said. Amen, that's right. Jesus Christ said, no man can get to the Father but by me. In other words, you cannot go to heaven. Listen, you cannot go to heaven until Mm. you come to Christ and repent of your sins and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he literally, physically, Spiritually, died for you, crucified Mm -hmm. for you, whipped for you. He took your place on the cross. And I'd like to tell one person on this planet right now, if you think you could die for your own sin, step up on the podium. And let somebody drive some nails through your hand. Let somebody hang you high and wide. Let somebody spit on you. Let somebody kick you. Let somebody call you everything but what you are. And see how much you can take it. I bet you couldn't get I bet you couldn't get 50 miles away from the cross. You'll start whipping and crying. and say, no, I can't go. I can't go up there. I can't take that. I can't die for my sins. And, and you can't Amen. die for my sins. But somebody did die for your sin. Jesus Christ, God's son, God himself became flesh. And when he became flesh, he walked like a man, talked like a man, looked like a man, and spoke like a man because he was a man. He was God's man. He was the only only gift God had to give the human race was his own son. And he ain't got no more sons. So let me tell you this as I get ready to close. If you miss heaven and miss eternal life, if you miss the opportunity to come to Christ tonight. If you miss the opportunity to come to Christ tomorrow And you die in your sins You're going to have to pay for your sins And if you pay for your sins You're going to have to go to hell And pay the penalty for your own sins Remember. And hell is hot Hell is long Hell is everlasting And there's two, there's two kinds of lives you can live Eternal damnation or e- Eternal life If you follow Satan And if you do, and work for Satan, because if you're not saved, your father is the devil. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. I'm getting ready to close. I'm getting ready to close. If you're not saved in Jesus Christ, guess what? You are a child of the devil. Your father is the devil because you're a servant of sin. The only way you can break that, the only way you can break that sin from your heart, from your mind, from your soul is the blood of Jesus Christ because his blood is more powerful than any atomic bomb that you can think of. It's more powerful than anything in the world because it can save your little old soul from sin, death, hell, and the grave. My brothers brothers tonight, let me tell you something. As I get ready to close, and I want the brother to offer the offering prayer, if I got enough time. Let me see if I got enough time. Amen. Yes, I got enough time. It's it's fifty six, seven fifty six. I, I want to do you myself. Know. I want the brother to open the um, altar okay. and let the people let the people know there's an opportunity to come to Christ right now. Romans, he's gonna come out of Romans ten and nine. Jesus Christ wants to save you tonight. Go ahead, brother.
1: Amen. Amen. Real quick, Amen. I may turn back over to you. Amen. Romans 10, 9 and 10. That's all you gotta do. Salvation is simple, it's easy, like the brother said. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Yeah, that's all you gotta amen. do, brother. Amen. That's all you gotta do. That God had raised Christ from the dead. And the Bible says, Thou shalt be saved. Many have tried to dispute this fact. Many have tried to dispute these scriptures, and they have not found any scriptures. Amen. I know about three scriptures in the Bible that I don't share with anyone because all I know that they're going to do is take those three scriptures and try to twist them. And that is not what the writer's intent was. The Bible... Amen. The Bible must follow a grammatical structure. Amen. It's just like a number yes, sequence. Sir. It's one, two, three, four, five. You can't you can't take the number five and put it where fifteen's supposed to be. It don't make any Come on, sense. Preacher. Amen. Math is the one thing, amen, that you cannot miscalculate. Amen. If you take two cars, it is two cars. It is what if you say you got two feet and ten toes. Amen. That's what it is. Amen. Yes, what it is. You have five toes in each feet. It's mad. It makes sense. Just one thing that you cannot miscalculate is mad. You can miscalculate writing. Amen. You can miscalculate reading and certain other things. Amen. But the structure of the Bible, it has to follow that
0: structure. Go ahead, brother. And
1: so folks must understand that. Amen. Salvation is clear. It leaves no room for error. And the Bible follows that structure. You look at the read. I tell people who want to know about salvation, read the entire book of John and come back and tell me then after you read the book of John, how can you say that you can lose your salvation? How can you say that salvation is by works? After you read and study the book of John, you can't do it. I'm going to turn it back over to my brother, close out and introduce the show
0: tomorrow. We'll be on tomorrow. All so right. Go ahead, Doctor, close it out All right, We're we, we, we getting ready to roll out of here i got one minute Remember, we're going to come back tomorrow At 5 o'clock And we're going to get into some heavy stuff Heavy stuff We're going to talk about the Middle East We're going to talk about the Tribulation We're going to talk about salvation We're going to let you know that this is the last I believe Coming up 2024 Is the cataclysm Of the last opportunity for people to hear the gospel before the church Amen. is taken away. Lord, have mercy. I thank you for listening in. I thank the brother yes, for giving me the opportunity to share this gospel with him. I thank, thank and you, and I coming. hope that you can tell some of your friends, come on, we're back on the air. We're on here to stay. Right. The, only way, the only way you won't hear me is I die or I have an accident Amen. or somebody kill me. Because I'm going to mm. preach this gospel, and the brothers going to be right there with me. And I thank you for everyone that's listening and be on the I'll be on tomorrow at 5 o'clock, and Brother Tim Jackson will be on there with me. And we're going to come down and drop the hammer. In Jesus' name we pray. i let you amen. say amen. In his name. Say good night. Amen. Amen. Good night. God bless you. God bless, God you, bless you. Thank you for coming uh, on. All right, dog. Love
1: you, we'll see Love you tomorrow.
0: Love
1: you, man. All right. <laughs> all right.
0: Love everybody. Thank you for listening. All right. Love you. Have a good night. All right. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lowe.